0: Main Street of America, the Mother Road. Is there anything more American than cruising from Chicago to L.A. on Route 66 in a classic convertible, blasting Steppenwolf's born to be wild? Well, okay, Steppenwolf was half Canadian. How about golden earrings radar love? Dutch. Uh, Springsteen, Cadillac Ranch. Just trying out America that. Route 66 lives in our fantasies as the pinnacle of freedom, open air, and roads that move with the landscape instead of being blasted through them. That's right, I just quoted Disney's Cars movie. As much as Route 66 burns into the soul of Americana, I'm sad to report for the uninitiated, the drive, as a total experience, is a shell of what it used to be. Whole towns have been swallowed up by an interstate superhighway that made their quaint neon and cigar store Indian kitsch a thing of the past. That's not to say it's a worthless experience, though. Today Route 66 is less about the drive than the stops along the way. Many are boarded up or have been swallowed by the dust and tumbleweed of the southwest, but those that survive remind us of where we've been and where we're going. I'm Jason Epperson, and this is the See America podcast. From coast to coast, we see America one mile at a time, discovering stops along the way that are eclectic, historic, ridiculous, breathtaking, inspiring, and humbling. This week, one of the most iconic stops on the Mother Road, Cadillac Ranch. This great destination is brought to you by Roadtrippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Roadtrippers helps people discover the world around them in an entirely new way by streamlining discovery, planning, booking, and navigation. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com. At the center of the Texas Panhandle lies the legendary, bustling cattle town of Amarillo. In fact, it's pretty close to the midpoint of Route 66. Here you can patronize the big Texan Steak Ranch, where if you can eat a meal consisting of a shrimp cocktail, baked potato, salad, roll, butter, and a 72-ounce steak in under an hour, you get it free. Break the rules or fail to keep it down, and you owe the restaurant $72. 124 pound Molly Schuyler holds the Guinness record for eating not one, not two, but three of the meals in only 20 minutes. That's three baked potatoes, three salads, three rolls, three shrimp cocktails, and more than 13 pounds of steak. So it's that kind of town. Here, as along much of the journey, Route 66 is I-40. As you drive through the outskirts of Amarillo, you're greeted by literally hundreds of thousands of cattle, just feet from the road waiting for auction if you're cruising in a convertible this is the time to put the top up if you blink as you leave town you could miss one of the wildest art installations in the West Cadillac Ranch Cadillac Ranch is pretty plain yet profound at the same time a monument to the golden age of the American automobile Cadillac Ranch is really no ranch at all it's simply a row of 10 graffiti covered Cadillacs all mid 20th century tail fins half buried, single file, east to west, in a dusty Texas field. All nose down at the same angle, purportedly corresponding to that of the Great Pyramid of Giza. For more on how these cars got here, and more importantly why, here's Abigail Trebu.
1: Chip Lord and Doug Michaels were architects and Hudson Marquez was an art student at Tulane University in New Orleans. The three were members of avant-garde architecture, graphic arts and environmental design group called Ant Farm. Founded in San Francisco, Ant Farm was an attempt to build an architecture group that was more like a rock band. We were telling a friend that we would be doing underground architecture like underground newspapers and underground movies," said Michaels. She said, "'Oh, you mean like an ant farm.'" And that's all it took. The choice of the name was suggestive of the way ant farms worked. When the right idea arrived, everybody acknowledged it and instantly adopted it. The group's initial goal was to reform education, but with little funding, Michaels and Lord relocated to Houston, Texas, where they both became visiting professors at the University of Houston. There, they began putting on performances and installations in the Houston area and became known for their countercultural performances and media events. Eventually, the group moved back to California where the free speech movement and the anti-war demonstrations in San Francisco heavily influenced them. In 1967, the group partook in the Summer of Love They embraced the youth cultures, communal living, sexual freedom, hallucinogenic drugs, and utopian ideals. And they adopted a do-it-yourself ethos. San Francisco became the hub of new art forms such as performance and video. And Ant Farm gravitated to these new forms and began incorporating it into their work. Many of their early works consisted of giant, inflatable structures. Chip and I were living in the mountains north of San Francisco, said Marquez, and there was a book meant for kids left in a bar near where we lived. It was called The Look of Cars, and there was something on the rise and fall of the tail fin. I didn't have a lot to do, so I just sort of drew it up. I've always loved the Cadillacs. The group had been given a list of eccentric millionaires that might fund projects, and they approached Stanley Marsh III of Amarillo with the idea of an installation of half-buried Cadillacs. Marsh, who thought the Roman numeral three was pretentious and spelled his name with the number three instead, was well known in Amarillo for his patronage of artistic endeavors. He responded to the proposal by saying, it's going to take me a while to get used to the idea of the Cadillac Ranch. I'll answer you by April Fool's Day. It's such an irrelevant and silly proposition that I want to give it all my time and attention so I can make a casual judgment of it." Marsh kept his promise and decided to fund the installation, which would be placed on a wheat field he owned along Route 66. In 1974, Ant Farm procured 10 used Cadillac cars from the years 1949 to 1963 and installed them. The prominent location was essential to the work's success. Interaction with the cars was always part of the plan. If it had been sighted on a remote place, Chip Lord said, it would be pristine today. And no one would have seen it, Doug Michaels added. We wanted it to be an interactive monument so people could express themselves. Visitors could arrive on the private land enter an always-open gate, and add whatever graffiti they wished to the cars. As Amarillo increased in size, the installation was quietly moved by a local contractor to a location two miles to the west, a cow pasture also owned by Marsh. While Ant Farm and Marsh encouraged both visitors and graffiti, Marsh had no patience for people absconding with pieces of the cars, or any of the many artist crafter road signs on site. Before he died in 2014, Marsh was even known to briefly jail thieves in a nearby chicken coop. The cars are periodically repainted with a fresh, clean coat, giving visitors a blank slate to work on. In the past, they've been given an all pink coat for breast cancer awareness, and painted flat black to mark the passing of Doug Michaels. In 2012, Rainbow Colors adorned the Cadillacs in celebration of gay pride. They were also briefly restored to their original colors as part of a Route 66 landmark restoration project. The new paint jobs and even the plaque commemorating the project lasted less than 24 hours without fresh graffiti.
0: Over the years, Cadillac Ranch has appeared in dozens of music videos, TV shows, and movies. And of course, not one but two hit songs are inspired by it. Using the half-buried Cadillacs as a metaphor for mortality, Springsteen's version has been called one of the smartest songs ever about the inevitability of death. Cadillac Ranch became so ubiquitous that it inspired the nearby Volkswagen Slugbug Ranch and Combine City, which has 15 massive harvesters half buried in the ground, nose down. Cadillac Ranch also inspired Car Henge in Alliance, Nebraska, and Berwin, Illinois' now demolished Spindle, which consisted of a 50-foot spike with eight cars impaled on it in a mall parking lot. To visit Cadillac Ranch, you need to be headed eastbound on I-40 between exits 60 and 62, west of Amarillo. Exit onto the frontage road, then enter the pasture through the unlocked gate. The cars have been stripped of everything that can be pulled off of them by people over the years. Doors, mirrors, steering wheels, glass, everything. They're also covered with an incredibly thick coat of paint. But this unique place is still such an iconic bright spot in an otherwise very brown swath of America. A vendor on site often sells souvenirs made from the chunks of paint pulled off the cars. This episode of See America was written by me, Jason Epperson, with narration by Abigail Trebu. If you like the show, we'd love a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'd also like to invite you to follow See America on Instagram and Facebook and join the See America Facebook group where we chat about some of America's greatest road trip destinations. If you're a national park lover, we hope you'll also check out the America's National Parks podcast or come listen to Abigail and me talk about our life on the road with our three boys on the RV Miles podcast. This great destination was brought to you by Roadtrippers, America's number one road trip planning app. Plan your unique journey at roadtrippers.com, then use the app as your ultimate travel guide and navigator. Adventure doesn't come from the fastest route. Start exploring at roadtrippers.com.